Welcome to Heart Our Minds podcast. It's your girl, Doralee Quintero, and I am here today with a brand new episode and a little bit of a rude awakening, all out of love, of course. So you might leave this episode either angry at me, inspired to make change, or contemplating where you're headed next. So grab your drink, your coffee, and a notebook, and whatever it is that you are sipping on, And let's chat about what's next for you, my friend. Let's do a check-in. Let's do a life, personal life, career life, romantic life check-in. I want to really focus on this episode and finding out where you are right now with your goals and having a come to Jesus episode where I want you to be honest about the things that you want, as well as honest about your efforts in getting the things that you want. So when I say this, what do I mean? I mean, how are you doing? How are your goals? We are coming towards the end of 2023. Are you doing all of the things that you promised yourself you were going to do? Are you on track? Did you fall off track? And if you did, what happened? This is why I love what I do, because I notice that us as women, as human, as men, when we are going through life challenges, we will naturally disappear from our own lives. This is why I like healing. This is why I like helping people heal, because my whole purpose is to help you heal so that way you get back on track to the purpose that was given to you by God, universe, whatever you want to call them. And when you are going through something difficult, naturally, you are going to want to disappear, withdraw, go hiding because that pain feels too hard. And that has become, that has now become a distraction to what took you off your plan. So let's talk. And speaking of goals, my goal for this episode is for you to get back on track. It is for you to get back on track for you to do the things that you said you wanted to do, for you to be honest with yourself about the things that you want, for you also to be honest with yourself about the things that you are carrying with you that are not going to come with you to the next journey of your life. You guys, this is the hardest part of the journey of life is understanding and knowing that not everyone is going to come with us. I need to remind you that some people are seasonal. They were only with you for a reason, for a season, during a hard time, during a happy time. They were there to teach you a lesson. They were there for you to teach them a lesson. But when we hold on to people who are not coming with us to the next leg of our race, we prevent our growth. We go back and deal with whatever they are dealing with. It's like, think about like an Alice in Wonderland, how they talk about the rabbit hole. Some people are so much in the drama of their own lives. They're so much in dumping and not taking responsibility for their actions. And they are very much in blame mode, in victim mode. And this can be draining to your energy. When you're on a healing journey, Self-awareness is what is pushing you to grow and change and evolve. Some of us do not have the capacity to look within and say, what am I doing wrong in my own life? 
some of us, for some of us, that is too painful. For some of us, that is failure. That is not personal. That is not your business. It is not your business to convince. It is not your business to force someone. It is not your business to make someone do something that they are not ready for. We all have to come to our own ahas. We all have to get to our own breakthroughs. So here's where I want you to think about this. Am I bringing someone or am I attempting to force someone to change and heal and grow? This is very common, especially if you are on a healing journey right now, because you know it feels amazing. It's sunshine and rainbows. This is like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But not everyone feels that way. Some of us are still not ready to see how we are, you know, contributing to the unhappiness in our lives. However, it should not distract you from your purpose. So is there someone right now that you are trying to convince, like, come on, let's do this. You got this. Come on, we can do this. Are you trying to convince them? If so, I want you to check in with yourself. How do you feel after you tried to convince the person and they don't do it? Does it make you feel fulfilled or does it drain your battery? And in my own personal journey of growth and healing and evolving, I had to be really honest with myself about the people that I spent time with. Nostalgia kept me stuck many times. I told myself many times, I've known these people my whole life. Uh, These people were with me in my darkest times. These people were with me in my happiest times. But now the relationship has evolved and it's changed and it hasn't changed in the way that feels fulfilling or meaningful. It's changed in the way that two people have now gone two separate ways. And here is where I had to make the decision of, am I selfishly trying to carry them into a future that I want because I want to grow and I want to have a legacy and I want to do amazing things, but maybe they can't see past their nine to five, which is fine but it's almost like a misalignment of values. It's okay that they want what they have. It's okay that they don't want what I have. Maybe what I, what the thing that I want is too scary for them. The thing that I want causes them to feel fear and unsafe. Maybe the, maybe the safety net of their paycheck, their 401k is what keeps them going. But for me, because I have such a God-given purpose and I understand the calling that was given to me that I have to go all in. I have to go all in. I have to trust. I have to trust that the reason why I want and have this dream in my mind and in my heart is because someone planted it there. The only one that needs to get that is me. No one else does. Not my mom, not my brothers, not my sister. No one else does. It is up to me to obtain it. But am I hindering my growth by trying to convince other people that, hey, you got a big plan too, let's do it. Maybe they don't see it. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm at the phase in the stage of my life where I want to have big, scary conversations. I want to talk about speaking. I want to talk about stages. I want to talk about traveling the world. I want to talk about uplifting and healing people. 
I don't want to talk about the drama that happened in high school. I don't want to talk about the things that, you know, the fight that so-and-so had with her boyfriend after 25 times that they've broken up. I don't want to do that. And so then I have to be honest with myself. Are the people that I'm surrounding myself with willing and wanting to have those conversations with me? Because I can tell that I show up way more authentically when I am around people who have that shared interest with me. Now, is it bad that I may have had a shared interest with them that involved drama 15 years ago? No. But if they are choosing not to grow or if they are choosing not to see a different side of life, I also have to be respectful of where people are and let them be where they want to be. So now that you've heard my perspective, I want you to take that into consideration for you as you listen to this in your headphones, in your car, as you're walking, take into consideration, start to get curious about the people that you have around you that you spend a lot of time with that maybe do not have your shared interests. I'm not saying that we all have to have the same shared interests, but I am saying that you need to have people that are willing to push you, that are willing to help you grow and help learn and help you learn. I have a motto. If I am the smartest person in the room, I am in the wrong room. And this is because I want to be surrounded by change makers. I want to be surrounded by people who have big ideas on how to help others. That's what I want to be surrounded by. But if I'm in a room where I'm the smartest one, how am I ever going to grow? I want you to think about that. Are you in a room right now where you are the smartest one? And if so, who's inspiring you? Maybe you're inspiring them, but who's inspiring you? You need to surround yourself around people who inspire you to do better, to do big, scary things, because that was given to you by something bigger than you, and no one needs to understand that. So now, I want to dive into some of the common ways that we give up. And these are stories that I have personally told myself, and these are stories I have personally heard from my clients or from friends as to why they don't do the thing that they want to do. Okay. So one of the common reasons why we give up is we are not getting results fast enough. We tell ourselves, I've already spent two or three years on this business plan. I've spent two or three years in school and then life hit me. And then I experienced a death in the family or I had a baby and now it's taken too long. And now I'm off track. And now I just can't have the thing that I want. That is literally how it goes. This is how it goes. It's not happening fast enough. The thing is, we are such a society based on instant gratification. I want you to think about this. Instant gratification is what makes us feel like we are successful, why we are successful. We want to be able to want, okay, for example, Amazon. You order something on Amazon, it shows up the next day instant gratification. You walk into Target and you buy something and it just fills you up with joy. Instant gratification. We want it now. Think about Veruca Salt. I think that's her name from Willy Wonka where she's like, I want it now, daddy. I always hear that in my head. So funny. I'm so visual and I hear funny things in my head. Think about the things that you want right now that you're not getting yet. The gym is a perfect example. Maybe you're going to the gym and you're just not getting the results that you want. And so we give up. 
or maybe you're losing or you were losing weight and then you changed up your diet to lose more weight and then you plateaued and then you don't see the results. So then you go back to eating the thing that you said you would meet. These are things that we do when we are, when we are not getting the thing that we want, we will give up because we don't get it fast enough. But I want to bring in our beautiful creator, universe, God, whatever you want to call him, because you know, your girl is extremely spiritual. Sometimes the thing that we want or the thing that we think we want is not what we're meant to have. And so maybe you've been pounding on a door that is not going to open for you. Maybe you've been trying to get a job, a career, an advancement, a placement, a promotion in a field that you're not supposed to be working in. I always think back to the time that I applied at the community college down the street from my house and how no one called me and I was 12 applications deep, not a single email to say they even received my stuff. I could have taken that as a failure, as what's wrong with me. How come I can't get this? But then when the universe delivered me a position working with high school students who were struggling to graduate because they had life experiences that forced them out of school, that now they were back into school. It was an alternative high school. I needed to see that. I needed to be around those students because they taught me everything. They were a part of my journey. They taught me resilience. They taught me all of the things that I would take into my life coaching practice that I didn't even know existed. Two years ago, three years ago, I had no clue I would have a podcast. I had no clue I would have a book that is ready to be released to an editor. I had no clue I would have clients in other countries. I had no clue because that was too big for me to even fathom. So now think about it in your perspective. Maybe you're not getting the thing that you want because you're supposed to have something bigger. Another common reason why we give up is because we are waiting on other people to change. When we are on a journey of growth, we want people to come with us. And I am going to use myself and my beautiful husband as an example. Because when I met my husband, I told him that my dreams were big and scary. Did I believe that I was going to follow them? No, I didn't even know what they were then, to be honest with you. But two, I noticed that even though he was supportive, there's still the humanness in us that is afraid. Because let me tell you, when I went up to him and said, I'm quitting my job, he had two choices. Either I trust her. Or I'm scared to death that she's going to fall on her face and we are going to lose everything we've ever built together. We have purchased three homes together. We have birthed two children. We have cars. We have careers. And he had a choice to say, I'm all in with you to support you because I trust you because I trust that you trust God. Or I'm scared to death that we're going to fall on our face and everything we've built is going to crumble. So we had a choice. He had a choice to grow with me or to go. And this is my motto is either we heal and grow or I heal and go because everyone's on their own timeline. 
everyone is on their own journey. But at the same time, if there is someone that you love, if there is a spouse, a partner, there are sacrifices that need to be made. And when I think back to the sacrifices that I made, I came here to Tucson, Arizona when I was 21 years old. I left everything behind. I'm from Washington State. I made a sacrifice back then for my husband. And one of the things that I never realized and one of the things that he's bringing up to me now as our lives are changing and evolving and big, amazing things are happening for us is he reminds me, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get emotional. No. Ah, I never, (laughs) oh, this is too funny. Okay, God, I see you. Um, He reminds me that you made the biggest sacrifices when we first met. You left everything behind. And now I'm willing to make a huge sacrifice for you. And for me, it wasn't tit for tat. I never even thought about that. For me, it was a natural evolution of my journey to come to Tucson, to be here, to have a career here, to build a life. I never wanted him or thought that he thought that of me. So I guess it's just the reason I'm so emotional about it right now is because it shows how much he cares. Um, And it shows that even when life felt hard and scary and my relationships were awful and I'm a two-time dating abuse survivor, I can find love and someone who goes all in with me. I'm sorry, I usually don't like allow myself to get this emotional in a podcast, but I want you to like feel it for you. Because I know what it's like to constantly pour into someone else, to constantly show up for someone, to do it out of the love of your heart, to do it because you feel like you want to do it. No one's forcing you to. But when someone else that you've poured into for so long naturally sees it without you having to tell them, it's a win. It's a, I deserve this. When I feel too scared, when I don't want to keep going, and there's someone next to me who is holding my bag while I'm on stage speaking, who is videotaping me or recording me as I'm being recorded on a podcast. I never imagined this. This was fairy tale land to me. This is. I don't even know how this is my life, but I deserve it. And so do you. You deserve someone who goes all in with you because you've gone in, you have gone all in for them. Don't ever tell yourself that. Don't ever tell yourself that you can't have someone or you will never find someone who is going to support you in such a deep emotional way because you will. And sometimes when we are waiting for people to change, the hardest thing is understanding that maybe they're not for you. And that shit sucks.
especially if you've poured in years and years and you've tried and you've done the things and you've gone to counseling and you've gone to church and you've gone to families and you've prayed about it and you've yelled about it and you've cried about it and it's just not changing, maybe they're not supposed to. And maybe it's okay that you are and you shouldn't feel guilty for your growth because you deserve it. And you deserve someone who's gonna do it for you naturally and who's gonna support you naturally and who's gonna help you get there because you help them get there. And it's gonna feel so easy. And once you get it, you're going to wait for the other shoe to drop. You're gonna try to sabotage and try to run away and fight. But I promise you, when you create a sense of safetyness within your own heart, you know and understand that you have your own back and you got this and it doesn't matter who comes along because you're going to keep going no matter what everyone else is just a plus and the right people will not need to be forced to change and it will not be your job to do that for them because they're god's business not yours and when i tell you that i have had the hard conversation with my husband We've had these hard conversations together. We've had fights and blowouts and no one is perfect and I am not perfect. We've gone there. We've been ugly. We've come back together. We process. We look within. We come together. We pull apart. We've been together for 16 years. But it's a journey that both of us decide to keep going on. That's the key. When you see your other half give up, you have two choices. Do I sit here and help them get curious about where that giving up comes from? Or do I give up and say, I can't do this anymore because I've tried everything? Those are things to ponder and things to ask yourself. Because when we surround ourselves with people who are afraid, that tells us that there's a disconnection with them and their faith. Do I get scared? Hell yes. But I trust God. There's no way in heck he would have sent me over 80 women in four different countries. There's no way. Why? Why me? Why did he choose me? I don't know. But I trust him. And every time I meet someone who I help them find breakthroughs and self-love and help them get back onto their goals and their passions, I can't rationalize that. And I know that that's important for me. And my husband knows that this is important for me. And to be honest, where the hard conversation has come is if I am going to jeopardize the lives of the people that are meant to work with me because I'm holding on to a dead relationship, then I have to let that go. And that is the true aha moment that has gotten my husband and I to such a powerful, passionate connection. Because he sees my heart is all in. He knows, and I know too, if I ever get to a place where I'm blocking him from where he needs to go, and I refuse to go with him 
he also needs to have that hard conversation with himself of, I cannot be blocked. What am I going to do about this? Same way with me. If I don't ever work with someone ever again, because I'm so disappeared from my life because of the pain of my relationship, I must let that go. I heal it and grow or heal it and go. Because my purpose was given to me from God himself. Your purpose was given to you from God himself. You're just not aligned with it because you might be scared or you might have doubt or you might have someone who has fear and doubt or you might be trying to convince someone to change or you might be trying to fantasize a different reality of them here in the present because in the past it was great but in the present it sucks. These are things that we do to disappear from our purpose. This is what causes us to withdraw and not keep going. I hope that this is not here to sting you. It's more of self-awareness because you have a reason to why you were born. You may not know it yet, but the more that you get distracted with things that are you, that you are not supposed to be distracted by, the more pain you are going to feel and the more suffering you are going to feel in your future. And speaking of self-doubt, another reason why we give up is because it's too big and scary. How am I going to pay for that? How am I going to spend all this time in school? That's going to take too long. That's too expensive. We tell ourselves, but I want to tell you something. Universe, God, whatever you want to call him, he's created miracles for you before. I want you to think back to a time when you did something that was really, really hard and you didn't think you could have it, but it happened for you and it happened easily. Maybe you were trying to transition out of your marriage and you were so scared of how that was going to happen. And then all of a sudden you have a roommate and reasonable rent and you are on your own two feet and you're like, whoa, that wasn't that hard. Well, guess what? Because that was God. So don't forget, when things feel too big and scary, he's created miracles for you before. So what makes you think he won't now? So now hopefully you're inspired and you're back on the horse and you're like, let's go coach. Vamanos. Here's what I want you to do. Work on these things. Inspire yourself. Pick up a podcast, pick up an audible book, get a book, go to a meeting, go online and find out what's happening in your town with people that are that have similar interests to you, interests like you. Inspire yourself. Get creative. Share your goals. Do one thing that you love to do. I have a client who loves calligraphy. I love that. I like to paint. Your girl didn't, I never knew I could paint. I was the queen of a stick figure. Now, sometimes when I'm feeling stuck and I don't know where to go, I will grab my little $5 paints from Ross and my little dollar, uh, I don't even know what they're called, canvases that I bought at Ross because, you know, Ross is pretty cool about this stuff. And I will just sit there and put on my headphones and just paint. Some of our greatest ideas come to us when we're not looking for them, when we're just doing the simple things that we love to do. So get out there, get inspired, go through my old podcasts. Go look for some books. Look for some friends who are on the same journey as you. Have these big, scary conversations. 
Write some goals down. You have two months left. Life is too short. You got this. I believe in you. Let's do it. I'm still trying to catch my breath. I'm supposed to go to the gym right now. My eyes are puffy. Ooh, this was a good one. I hope it resonates with you. I hope it touches your heart. Send me a message. Oh my goodness. Send me a message. If it did, um, let's talk about this. Let's, let's get back on track to doing the thing that you were called to do. I just really want to thank you for being here and thank you for listening to the podcast and thank you for being a part of the community and thank you for sharing your stories with me. I am so grateful for every single one of you. When I receive messages from you telling me that an episode helped you get out of bed or an an episode helped you and helped to inspire you, it just, it's everything I've ever wanted was, that was the whole purpose of the podcast is to let you know you're not alone. So thank you. If this resonated with you, please share it with a friend. Please share it. You, you, I would, I would appreciate you so, so much. The more we grow, the the bigger, the platform, the bigger opportunities. I would just love that. That would be so amazing. And if you can please take a second of your time to rate and review the podcast and help me to just, you know, build this up. I've done this all by myself for the last year and a half and not really by myself. I've done it with you. You encourage me and you inspire me. So if the two of us can continue to grow together and continue to make this a big thing, I would love it. Let's go to the top. Vamonos. Um, Thank you again. And I will see you next week for an episode. And I will catch you on Instagram at HeartOurMinds. H-E-A-R-T-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S. I'll see you next week. Love you.